When it comes to EVE Online, every player wants to know the most effective tactic available. You want to know the meta. The meta controls everything. It determines what will and will not happen. Knowing the meta will alter your views, make you question your reality. It might even make you laugh. And now, you're part of it. You're watching The Meta Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Meta Show. I am Brisk Rubal. I am joined by a four-eyed Matani today. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. A little bit different episode today, guys. Uh, if you were on the fireside earlier, you heard some of uh, uh, the... I guess the news is that I don't have to spin anymore, right? Like, so I thought about how we were going to do today's show. Uh, and a lot of my job at a time of war is to tell people things that I know are happening. Uh, and, you know, you have to hurt blurbs, you have to, to, you know, put some oomph into it, you have to, to really get out there, wear a black shirt, scream from the rooftops, whatever. Uh, but I don't have to do any of that shit today, because there has been a lot of developments this week. We have whistleblowers in Legacy, in Brave, uh, in Fed Up. Things are happening. Uh, and so instead of me needing to convince anybody about what is going on and, you know, put on a song and dance routine and act like a wrestling heel or any of that, that sort of normal stuff, um, we don't we don't need to do that. So we're just going to go through a bunch of evidence and Brisk has prepared a, a lot of interesting things. And I don't want to obscure that by, you know, herfity blurf, blurf, blurf. So uh, what do we have uh, to show off today, Brisk? Well, the first thing I want to talk about, I mean, obviously, the biggest news of this week in the war uh, on, on in the war fronts anywhere was we had a senior level leaks from Brave Collective. For those of you who are not aware, which is probably no one watching the stream, but I will do this as a true newsman. Uh, Brave is the second largest alliance in Legacy. They are the fifth largest alliance in the game. They have more than 15,000 players on record. Uh, they uh, have been a, a fixture in catch for almost four years. Uh, in fact, uh, Monday, February 15th, is the fourth anniversary of Brave taking GE Tech, which is their staging and catch. It's a pretty big deal for them. Uh, this was probably the biggest leak of Alliance leadership level stuff that we have seen come out during this war. Definitely, and definitely. We still, don't, we still don't know exactly who leaked it or where it came from, but it appeared Wednesday. Wednesday morning, Dunk Dinkle had done a brief discussion with members uh, of Brave on Twitch talking about uh, potentially them moving to Quirius as part of a deployment uh, as part mm -hmm. of the Delve campaign currently being undertaken by the forces of the SNEC coalition. Now, within, I want to say, five or six hours of that, we had the first of these leaks. We're going to walk you through the most important parts of these leaks, and then we're going to do a little bit more of a talk uh, larger about legacy in general. But I want to go get in here and talk about these brave leaks, because like I said, these are pretty significant. They're the biggest that we've seen so far in the war. So on the stream, the first thing that we saw here was basically a discussion that started with Dunk saying, that they didn't control the market in PTAC-Z, which is going to be their staging system in Quirius. And they don't have the ISK to buy Keepstars plus the other structures. 
Now, immediately, Evan, one of their directors, says, well, I thought we were going to get it from tests at that breakdown. The rest of this conversation, there was no discussion about potentially getting these from tests from free for free. We do know that since this has leaked out, since there was outcry about this, that test has given them the PTAC-Z Keepstar. But in the minds of the directors of Brave at the time that the leaks happened, they didn't think they were going to do this, and they could not afford to buy their own Keepstar to put down in query. And then again, Norman, who is the, one of their logistics directors, who is in fact stepping down because he's overworked, flat out says they don't have any SRP money. It's draining their coffers. They don't want to go move to Quirius. At least a good number of them don't. He's not signing up for it, and he doesn't want to be doing all of this stuff anymore. And then Algorithan also noted that the moon owners in Brave are starting to feel like they have been left out. This was pretty significant. So the TLDR on this section of the leak is, is Brave is broke. They don't have the money to sustain what they're doing in catch, as well as the rest of the spaces they control, because they control impasse, they control faith uh, chunks of faith abolis, and they have, and have chunks of catch. They could not also move into Quirius as they're being told that they had to do by their leadership in Pappy. Next up, Dunk's tired of the war. I mean, he flat out says, I can't wait to be out of this war and back to not dealing with so much Diplo. And then he starts talking about how they're going to wait and how they're going to spend uh, the, the rollout of this stuff. And I, I mean, I just I just have to say, for, before we get back to the, to the leaks, to hear the CEO, one of the public faces of the war, in fact, the nice guy public face of the war, because you've seen, you see Villy and you see Pro God, you see no one from PanFam. But Dunk is kind of like the good, yeah, we're here to fight, we're having fun, we're going to be out there. He does shows, he does his not, not a sodas and things like that. And I think he has a lot of respect from across the community. To hear him say to his guys that he's tired of the war, that's pretty significant. Moving on. You see a colloquy back and forth between Shattered Armor, their lead FC, and Dunk talking about move ops and things. And Dunk doesn't seem to understand what he's talking about. And... He goes on to say, well, Shattered goes on to say, well, didn't you read my military update? I posted it for you guys to look at before we give it to the Alliance. And Dunk responds with, that's, that's not just a military update. That's a plan for the whole Alliance. I mean, it was clear that the TLDR here is that they don't, the leadership in Brave, they're not talking to each other. They don't know what's going on. Now, after the leaks happened, there was a state of the Alliance that was called by Dunk. He went on. We had audio of this, but unfortunately it got corrupted, so I don't have the audio for you guys right now. But he repeatedly said over and over again, the number one thing he said, and it was at least six times, he said, nothing has changed, everything's the same. But he also said and, re and re repeated multiple times that this is how people at the senior levels and alliances talk to each other. Not over here. And, 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 and like, I... I... One of the things that is really weird about the legacy leaks, and I, I don't want to like herf too many blurfs about this, but I was really shocked by what we saw. Um, I was shocked because Shattered Armor is a very clearly like kind of uh, what we call like a D team or a C team uh, fleet commander. Uh, and he seems to be like the only guy who is the dude in Brave. And one of the first jobs of an alliance leader is to set boundaries, is, is to have a spine, is to, to make the hard calls. Um, you know, the Imperium is taking losses in Delph. While other things are happening, while Legacy's backfield is burning, 
we are taking damage in Delve. I just got in front of 1,100 people and I acknowledged this truth because it is the truth. Sacrifices must be made. There is a struggle. This is war. This is, this is how it is. And one of the things that sort of struck me is kind of like a leadership malpractice thing that is a, a theme running through uh, the legacy leaks and a theme that's running through, uh, not the, the brave leaks and uh, the fed up leaks both, is an unwillingness to tell your people hard truths, right? Like, you know, we have lost keep stars in the Imperium. I never told anybody that we are not going to take losses, that, you know, there isn't going to be suffering, there isn't going to be sacrifice in order to get to the other side of this thing. And what's really struck me as weird, um, it, it's just strange to see when Dunk is getting there and telling people nothing is going to change, nothing is going to change, because none of them are willing to say that you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? They The particular bit that they go into uh, is talking about how basically they get to have all of the Imperium's regions and keep all of the legacy regions. And they're telling their line members this, that basically in this magical sunshine and rainbows candy land, uh, that everything is going to be fine. And what people would probably like to hear is like, yes, like we're losing MNC, we're losing these legacy allies. And obviously we know that that bothers them because that, that's part of the leaks. Uh, but they're not telling their line members that. And they're not confronting the issue. And when they are confronting the issue, they're doing it really like late in the process where it's like, they have to, right? Like they have to try to get in front of an uncomfortable truth. They were forced to because they couldn't control things after the leaks went out. Uh, it's just, uh, it's a lot. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say this in a way that will communicate it to the, the past B line members, but I hope that the past B line members are kind of beginning to compare notes here of the way that we communicate about these things to our members, which I guess you guys don't see because, you know, I see like the meta show or whatever. Um, but that's not how the Imperium works. Like Dunk Dinkle might say that like, this is how every Alliance leader works and how every Alliance works behind closed doors. But one of the things that really struck me is like, these guys don't like each other. That was one of the things that really kind of like blew my mind. One is, one was that Dunk yeah. failed to stand up to Shattered Armor, right? Like Shattered Armor is like a little yappy fucking dog. If you can't stand up to a guy like that, like yap, 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 a guy who wants to be, this dude, I had never listened to Shattered Armor talk until the uh, Brave Soda. Uh, and he, in the after, like he was on in like the Q and A section, this is the damage control state of the Alliance thing that they did after the, the whistleblower, uh, did their thing. And one of the things that was really weird about it was it kind of, at first people were making jokes about like, this guy sounds like pro God's legends brother. And what I think is really fucked up about it is it seems more like he wants to be pro God legend. Like he is trying to consciously imitate pro God legends speech style, uh, the way that he does things. The, the, he wrote this really terrible military update with like to the moon and all this other sort of stuff. We'll get to that and, in a little bit. Yeah. And we will get there. And it, it was just stunning to me that, uh, here is a guy like, why are these leaks happening at a fundamental level? These leaks are happening because somebody inside of brave doesn't want brave to just be test. And the fact that dunk, is unable or unwilling or whatever to stand up to a guy who is a, a wannabe pro God legend is just like, I didn't know it was that bad. I didn't I know think it any was of us that did. bad. I don't think any of us did. And frankly, you know, having seen, I, we go up against Brave all the time. We fight these guys all the time. We fight Shattered Armor all the time. Uh, I, I don't think any of us really had an idea that it was this rickety at the top. I thought 
this is this is an alliance like anyone like that that prides itself on being different. They're a family. They're this. They're they're the new guys. They're all coming together. They're there for good fights. It's about fun per hour and things like that. And then you see a frank discussion, and it's not just frank. It's it's back and forth, and it's people in significant positions of authority not knowing what everybody else is doing. And then you have a low tier FC telling everybody that well, this is what we're doing. We're doing move ops, and we got to do it now. And you don't have to. You don't have time to wait or anything. We're going to do what we're going to do because we got to do this. Otherwise, we're going to mm -hmm. get our stool push is pretty legit. So let's move on. We're going to keep going yep. with the league. Let's tier. go. Let's go. So next up, so Norman, I'll tell you was the most frank of anybody in these leagues. And it appears to me that he has been Braves Cassandra telling them for the last two or three months that this was a bad idea. In fact, it looks like he's been saying it since the war began. This was a bad idea. We're getting dragged into this. We don't need to be a part of it, but we are. And we really don't like it. And it's going to be bad for us. I mean, he says flat out, he admits, he says, I know that catch and impasse are irrelevant to our future now, but our ansiblexes are getting blown up. We don't seem to care. And I don't care at this point, but in case anybody wants to be able to move stuff out of impasse or catch, they might be interested in that. I mean, that's that's the most passive-aggressive way of saying, you guys are fucking losing it. I can't, I, I've ever seen. And then Professor Push goes in and talks, talks and agrees with Norman and says, we got, this is going to cost a lot. We got a lot of stuff out there for the line member that are going to get hurt if they have to have all, all their stuff moved to asset safety. And Norman's basically like, I don't care if you guys listen to me anymore. I'm evacuating my stuff. And then there's a, a, a there's a whole a whole discussion. He's, he's saying that there's a disconnect now. Three there, were, there wasn't months ago when I said we shouldn't be going all in on Quirius Delve, and I'm not saying anything different. But but I'm moving out because clearly others have better ideas. So Norman's mad. I mean Norman is mad. And frankly, given the way that he is addressed and the way that he talks in here, he seems to be the one that has known from the beginning that this war was not a good thing for Brave. But they were getting dragged into it because their allies would test. They didn't feel like they had a choice. And that goes into something that, that uh, was said during Dunk's uh, damage control state of the alliance. He was flat out asked by his members, why, why don't we just leave the war and go neutral and go off and do our own thing for a while? And Dunk basically hemmed and hawed and didn't give a straight answer other than, this is Eve, you have to have a friend that's in one of these big groups. Otherwise, if you go it alone, you're not going to be okay. But there was no discussion over why they had to stick with Legacy. There was no discussion over why they couldn't go to one of the other two big groups, whether it's us or PanFam, and ask them for help. But they're stuck with Legacy, and it seems clear, based on you know what we, what we have seen, and we'll get to this in a little bit, that the rest of Legacy is either failing and not helping them, or Tess doesn't, just doesn't care. Let's move on to the next bit of the quotes. And so anyway, for that section, the TLDR is Norman's evacing, and he expects that Ketch is going to die. This is the, the biggest, most blunt part of the entire leak. Oh, shit. And We've got ends, some red pin here. He'll underline in red. All right. And it ends with Donk basically saying, all right, we're going to spin this. So we're going to Quirius for some good fights. We're going to fight Superior Squad. It'll be fine. We're still at risk. And the goons are mad at me personally. But we don't have a lot of great choices. And we'll go from there. But he flats out. He flat out tells the guys to stop trying to convince Norman to, to not leave the war. And he says, Norman was right. This war has put us in a bad place. We didn't expect things to go this way, both the war and CCP's nonsense. And to be fair, Dunk has been number one going after the scarcity and the, and the famine uh, expansion, smacking these guys, saying this is a bad idea. So I give him credit for that. That's not him just spinning. That is, he has been consistent, not liking what CCP's been doing with the game since the beginning. 
Then he goes on to say, at this point, we don't really have any good options. Any way we choose, shit's fucked. Shit's fucked. Shit's fucked. That, that, is the, that is the encapsulation of this section of the leaks. Now, as noted, the leaks came out in the morning on Wednesday. He comes home, does the State of the Alliance. That night, that night, there's a second round of leaks from the same leaker on Reddit. We still don't know who it is. Now, there had been a, a discussion amongst the brave leadership during the State of the Alliance that potentially somebody may have had a made a mistake and put the stuff in pastebin to, to, to save it for their future reference, and then it got scraped by some spy tool that somebody's got, and it was leaked inadvertently. There is no way that this was leaked inadvertently when the next, like later the same day, the stuff comes out again. So we go from shit's fucked to nothing has changed during their damage control back to more, more discussion that, yes, indeed, shit is fucked. So we go to the next thing. Can I, can I get in here? Go ahead, uh, go right ahead, then we'll go into this. Go ahead. So, uh, yeah, this next bit here about the finances is important, uh, but I, I want to touch on specifically one of the things that I was surprised about that Dunk did that I, I, I didn't know was this bad, right? I, I figured it was bad. We, I figured that they were running out of ISK. I figured that, you know, Brave was having internal struggles. I didn't realize that these guys don't, one, these guys, they don't like each other. Like, it's pretty clear that from these logs that this is a bunch of people who do not enjoy each other's company, right? Like, they are not working together. They have posted up in their various corners. There's a lot of pouting, a lot of sulking. But one of the things that really surprised me about what Dunk did there is we saw from the, the, the leaks that Dunk is saying, okay, guys, here is the new spin. And when you have in the same log this tacit acknowledgement of the fact that we are fucked, shit is fucked, we have no, like in their mind, they're, they're in this death pact, in this death spiral where they have to feed themselves in the wood chipper because they're unwilling to admit that things are not going well and looking for another solution. But what really got me was the fact that uh, the spin that they selected was so bad. Like the fact that Dunk Dingle said that, well, okay, uh, the Siberian squads is an opportunity for us to, to go attack. And then he gives this morning fireside or whatever equivalent you want. And there's a, a Twitch recording of it. There's a recording uh, that we were linking around the day of uh, where he then went in front of his guys and delivered all of these lies. He delivered all of these lies that were then revealed to be lies because of the leaks. And then in response to having their lies directly uncovered, incontrovertible, like straight up, like I don't have to herf blurfs about this shit anymore because we got receipts, uh, is that his response to that was then to, to give, uh, he got caught lying, he was lying badly. And then their response was to get up and just say, gosh, these leaks sucked and nothing will change, nothing will change, nothing will change, nothing will change. Uh, the, the, the credibility vacuum uh, with the, the past situation now is, but particularly in brave is dire. Like they're, they're, they're clearly like getting run around by a guy who is fully in pro God legend and Philly's pocket. Like this shattered armor guy is like the biggest fucking Kool-Aid drinker there is. And these other brave dudes are just like letting him Pied Piper, their alliance into the wood chipper 
because, and when I say the Witcher, I mean, we'll get to this in a bit, but like Brave put some IHUBs down in Quarius and they've already lost three of them. Like, it's not like they're moving into Quarius and this is a big effective push and they're going somewhere. Uh, they're trying to do everything. They are unwilling to tell their members, no, you can't have all of the regions in the galaxy without any trouble. It's, uh, it's really from like an alliance leader perspective, it's, it's, it's negligence. It's like just a, a total dereliction of the duty of an alliance leader, which is to protect and defend his people. Uh, and part of that is being upfront with them. Absolutely. No, you're right. And, that, and that's part of the problem here. And I think, I feel like they're doing their best to try to, to polish this turd. Uh, but it's, it, it's, this is one of those things where no matter how hard you rub it, it's not going to look any better. I mean, the reality for these guys is they're getting, they're getting hurt. They're trying to claim that they haven't lost anything. That's not true. You know it's not true. You can look at Dotland and see that it's not true. Uh, and they're doing their best to try to, to keep their guys' uh, morale up, which is fine. That's what they need to do. But one thing that I have found in my experience, you know, is that if you tell somebody something that's not true and they find out later that it's not true, that's the biggest morale crush that there is. And so the fact that they proceeded to continue to bring up the same stuff that they said before, even though anybody who had read the logs knew that it wasn't true, I just I found that flabbergasting. We're going to get to that because Shattered Armor included some stuff that was obviously wrong in his, uh, his uh, military update that, that we're going to look at here in a minute. But it's pretty bad. So anyway, they argue, Norman basically says, They can't sustain their current level of SRP. And he tells us what that current level of SRP is. They've gone through 35 billion. This is the billion, second leak. This is the, the, this second is the second leak. This is from the second hit. leak. This is okay. from the second leak. That they've gone through 35 billion in the last week, 45 billion in the last week and a half, and that's unsustainable. At least for the Imperium, that's pretty significant because <laughs> that's like one fleet for us. I mean, these guys... Their entire weekly uh, SRP is is the equivalent of a single fleet. It's a rounding hours. error compared to what the Imperium does. So, and they yeah. can't sustain it. And I thought they, that was pretty significant. I, I, thought that, then, I thought that their finances were bad. I didn't know that their finances were so bad. Like this is, uh, again, sort of the recurring theme of these, these leaks in this situation is I have been telling the Imperium every week what I think is going on in the Fireside to the best of my ability with the best of the intelligence we have available. And we knew that Legacy's finances were a weak link. We knew that their smaller allies were a weak link. And one of the things that has been very important to me today through this, I mean, my messaging is very easy, very easy for me on the Meta Show and on the Fireside, because essentially everything that I have been saying for months and months and months, we now have leaks that not only prove what I'm, I have been saying, uh, and again, when I'm making, when we're shitting on the legacy leadership for lying to the line members, we cannot hold their line members responsible for this because the leadership was hiding this from their line members, right? But now we're in this weird situation where it turns out that, you know, Matani man bad and meta show bad and lies and spin and lies and spin. And if you just look from the horse's mouth of the, the legacy leadership, uh, it's so much worse than I had dared dream imagine, right? Like, obviously, we want to win this thing. Obviously, we're putting our blood, our sweat, our tears, everything is into this because our community must survive. We're fighting for each other. That's one of the reasons why we will win this. But 
part of that is that I have to try to keep my emotions between on the one hand, no, not believing, And on the other hand, the upper boundary is no hubris. And part of no hubris is even when I'm getting intel from the black hand about this, that, and the other thing, I don't ever want to drink my own Kool-Aid because that is a very dangerous thing for an alliance leader to do. Because when you drink your own Kool-Aid, bad shit happens and your people suffer. And my whole thing is to try to avoid that. Uh, so I hadn't as part of the, the no hubris rule, I was blown away when I saw that Brave's income was tens of billions a month. I was just like, I, I, I couldn't dare to dream that it would be as bad as it appears to be. And, and you know, there's also a possibility, you know, it's not a possibility that they could have leaked it for some other sort of like a, a meta reason. Like this looks like what it is, is that there's a whistleblower inside of Brave who doesn't want them to be Shattered Armor's bitches. And that's why, that's why this is happening. But wow. Exactly. Wow. So go, moving on still, we, we still got more leaks. There's a lot more leaks here. All right. So we've got essentially the, the most funny thing of all the leaks that I think we discovered was that Brave has Holy been paying shit. 12 billion isk every quarter. That is four times a year, quarterly, every three months, 12 billion isk to a test line member FC guy named Antar Logan who was selling them a ping relay of all of our pings, which I can't believe that there's anybody left in New Eden that doesn't already get Imperium pings, that they had to spend 12 billion isk every quarter. That's 48 billion isk, because he says that they've done it for more than a year. Every three months for the past year or so, Kigali apparently approved it a year ago before he went AFK or wherever the hell he is. Shattered claims that it's worth every penny and to confirm that it's real, Billy was asked in Talking in Station's discourse, specifically said, is this true? They said, he basically acknowledged it, but he said, test doesn't run it. It's a guy in test. And he charges us and Brave and everyone else. So if you're Antar Logan, Antar, you are running the best scam on your own people in this game because there is no reason why anybody should not have a ping relay, especially given the fact that Pandemic Legion, Pandemic Horde, those guys, the PanFam guys have been running ping relays for a decade or more and do that stuff like it's not even not even anybody's business. And this guy is selling stuff to your allies? And, and they didn't and there's several other like layers here that like since we're since we're diving into the analysis, uh, could could you could you put that that graphic back up? Go right ahead. Okay, yep. so what do we learn from this? Uh, if you look at it, you can see, and this is like Reddit speak or whatever, but the, the TIL means like today I learned or whatever. It's too so, long, didn't read, TLDR. Yeah. Uh, TIL, uh, today I learned. So what we're, we're learning from this leak oh, is that, that uh, the, they were paying to uh, test to Antar Logan or whatever, uh, even though they have their own spy agency that could presumably get access to Imperium pings. Uh, but what was really interesting to me, and this sort of goes to what I was saying earlier about the fact that you can tell that these guys don't like each other and they're not, they don't trust each other and they are not working to, together in the way that the, the leadership in Goonswarm works together, that's for sure, uh, is because these other guys in this channel did not know that this was happening and that it had been some sort of thing that Shattered Armor had worked out with uh, Kigali and... Uh, and dunk, and they didn't tell anybody else. So here's Brave. The guys who are managing the finances we saw are throwing a red flag on the field. They're saying, look, we're running out of ISK. We can't sustain this. We can't handle this burn rate. And the guys managing the finances 
were unaware of the fact that this relay that adds so much value every month, they didn't even know. They kept it a secret from their own people that did not have access to this relay that were learning about it just then in that log, which we all have found out about for the whistleblower. So this really kind of speaks to the level of uh, th this culture of uh, just, just, I think, a fundamental culture of dishonesty. Uh, when confronted with bad news or challenges, instead of having the balls and the spine to get in front of God and man and in front of your people and address what's going on, they sweep things under the rug, they lie about it, and they, they hide things even from each other. And it's I gotta say, Antar's in the yeah. chat. You're running the greatest. This is great, dude. This guy is, this guy, I, I gotta say, Antar Logan, if, if this is true that he has managed to get all of these motherfuckers to pay him to run a private spy agency, job well done. Dude, my hat is off job genuinely like job well done like if you have managed to con all these motherfuckers into paying you to run a relay network that you control and that they have all just bought into this like we don't do things that way in the imperium because we treat our allies like they are allies uh but you know from a metagame perspective uh i used to do the spymaster thing game recognized game antar logan has done a fantastic job of uh getting all these motherfuckers to pay him for stuff brave and, and here's the thing this is another thing that's silly uh in all this brave drama a lot of people have come to me and said why don't we try to get brave in why don't we try to flip brave why don't we do something to help brave it's pretty clear from these leaks that brave is not interested in helping themselves they've decided to go down with the ship and lie to their members about it while they go down with the ship knowing full well that the the ship has hit an iceberg that they're bleeding out isk that they have no good options and that they're paralyzed uh leader wise and they've decided to lie about it while this is happening uh <sighs> fuck I um, lying about it. Sorry, I just lost my train of thought because I, I was doing the analysis on the other thing. What the fuck was I going to talk about? Um, it'll as always. We'll start talking in a second. We'll, we'll keep going. Back. It'll come back. All right. We still have more intel. We still have more stuff. So anyway, obviously here, Antar is making money, and it's like sucking brave dry because that's it's they don't have. Uh, so twelve billion esque every quarter. That's legit. Next up. Oh, shit. Sorry. I Go got ahead. it. Got it. This always happens, guys. I apologize. Here we go. Um, we got it. I have had a lot of people ask me about, I'll keep my eyes closed so I don't look at chat and then go off on a tangent. Um, I have seen lots of comments about why don't you try to rescue Brave, you know, uh, free Norman. Obviously, Norman is red carpet treatment. You know, you're clearly like one of the few people over there that has their head on straight. You're more than welcome to come on over if you want. Uh, we treat our logistics people right over here. Uh, but Brave had a spy agency. And also that old Brave that everybody wanted to hug and love and rescue. If you are a member of the Imperium and you are wondering why don't we try to rescue Brave? Why don't we try to have these guys on board? And also, isn't it a little weird that they're renting Antar Logan's? Uh, and again, grats to Antar. He's done a great job of this shit, clearly. Like, wow. Um, Look at Karma Fleet. The cool guys from Brave already came over years ago. In fact, Karma Fleet, and this is one of the, the origin stories of Karma Fleet, is that Karma Fleet was actually a core group of the Brave Intelligence Agency directors. That was their spy agency. Uh, and they still have a spy agency, as you can see in these logs. And they're sort of upset about the fact, why are we paying Antar Logan when we have our own spy agency? But a lot of the really cool people from Brave came over to Goonswarm 
partially because their the, their efforts, Marconius, Porkbot, Markulture, and that whole crew, their efforts to run the spy agency in Brave were getting ignored by whoever their higher-ups were. Like, they were getting good intel. There's all these coups and all this drama and all this stupid passive-aggressive bullshit over there. So essentially, we have already gotten the cool culture and that awesome old-school Brave stuff that exists. That's Karma Fleet today. That is where Karma Fleet came from, was that awesome, super chill, great dude core culture that was being oppressed and ignored and sidelined by this weird passive aggressive church lady drama horror bullshit that you're seeing there. That was now, what it was. Uh, now, to be honest, I, some people are in the chat are saying, this is boring. You guys are talking a lot. It sounds like you're trying to prove it. Guys, we got the receipts. We're showing you flat out what their leadership is If you're not interested saying. in evidence of legacy falling apart, you are probably in piss pee yourself, and you are upset about the fact that we are going over point by point, detail this by detail this is of exactly of how fucked legacy is. You accuse us of spinning, and unfortunately for you, we have evidence. And uh, I guess we're just going to lawyer the fuck out of these guys today. That's are we? It. We we are brisk. We're we're lawyering the we're fuck lawyers, out of these we're guys. Lawyers, we're lawyers, so we're lawyering. You guys are going to have to deal with fucking it. do this shit. All right. Next up, we have a number of things. So Shattered Armor put out his military update that he alluded to in the leaks. That that Dunk said was this was isn't just a military update. It's a plan for the alliance. He had a number of stuff in there, but the fact is, this was obviously written before the leaks, but it was not updated after the leaks. And he said a number of things in there that are categorically opposed to what we know is true based on what was said in the leaks. And I'm gonna show you, like this is the chapter, he writes this whole section about Ketch, talking about Ketch being the ancestral homeland of Brave. We continue to enjoy regular successes defending our borders, uh, our assets there, our personal assets and industrial operations are the cornerstone of our military power. And they continue to do all this stuff. We're, we're gonna do all this stuff, but as Brave begins its march westward towards uh, whatever that sentence is supposed to mean, reinforcing our claims on those regions as well. There needs to be a huge need to feed our forward deployed stagings. So he's begging people to move their stuff out of catch while he's saying that catch is great. But then we know from what the reality is that this is not true. Catch is not going great. The same day that this all happened, the Imperium destroyed the entire jump bridge network in catch, getting them around their own system. They're all dead. You can see the, the links on the left of the screen. You've got Avin saying, there's a disconnect from your words and what can be done. We are alone to die and catch so we can accept that or do something about it. Algorithan says, all of our allies have been evicted. The Watchmen are gone. Warped is gone. Rosada is gone. They're homeless. Norman's like, we're not even trying to fight them. Like, why wouldn't they take all our stuff? We're not bothering with it. And then, of course, we have Doc's statement of, any way we choose, shit's fucked. Today, to put the icing on the cake here, today, the initiative dropped an Asbel in GETAC Brave Staging. It is anchoring as we speak. It'll be anchored in five days. They did not even contest the anchoring. They were doing an ADM fleet somewhere else and didn't think it was important enough to defend their home staging. Things are not going well for Brave. They're not going well in catch. This is from the words of their own leadership. If they are telling you something differently, and I'm speaking now to all of my friends in Brave, if your leadership is telling you that things are going fine, and then behind the scenes telling each other things are not going fine, what do you believe? What's said publicly 
or what they say to each other. And the other important thing that I want to note about this, and Matani and I talked about it the other night while we were doing our show prep. If you are a brave leadership person, you no longer have the luxury of being able to speak your mind to your fellow leadership members because you know somebody in that room is, if it's juicy enough, is going to run to Reddit and drop that bomb on you and make you look dumb. So how can a leadership team work together with that kind of distrust sown amongst the members? That's pretty significant. And no matter how many times Dunk tries to say that nothing changed after the leaks, I can't, I can't help but say everything has changed. Because frankly, how does your leadership work together when they know that there's somebody in that room that's willing to run to Reddit to stop them from doing what they want to do? I don't know how, I don't know how you function that way without having some kind of bonds of trust at that level. And I don't know how the membership is gonna be able to win their trust back to the guys at the top after they have been blatantly told things that they know are not true and they've got the receipts to prove it. This is, this is pretty damaging for Brave. Now I'm not saying, and as Mitten said on the fireside, this doesn't mean the war is over. This doesn't mean that, that suddenly legacy is gonna fall apart. They're already falling apart, but not because of this. But what it does mean is that the second largest legacy alliance one of the major factors in the war, at least on the eastern side of the front, is in the middle of some serious turmoil. And they're just about to start on a major deployment to Quirius that is already going poorly. And another point, not only was the morale stuff in this leak made public, there was operational intelligence about where they were going, when they were going to get there, what they were going to do when they got there that was leaked here. Not only does it see, does, do we have the, the damaging statements, but we also have the damaging intel itself that's put out on the street. Siberian squads knows exactly where they're going now, knows exactly what they're trying to do. They managed, they were, they were all excited because they took an IHUB the night uh, of the damage. They lost three more yesterday. So in the end, this is pretty significant stuff, and I don't think it's in anybody's interest for Brave to try to downplay it. They have to accept that Things are not looking good for them right now. And that, frankly, is what it looks like for most of Legacy. And we'll get into that when we hit our top story in about the next two or three minutes. Guys, I know this show is long, but we've got a lot of stuff to go over. If anybody actually, you know what? We're going to go long today. We're going to do what you need. And if you are like the kind of person that is uninterested in us just going through all the stuff that we know about Legacy today, uh, if you want us to... I don't really give a shit what you want. This is what you're getting. What you're getting is we're going to go through the facts because for the entire course of this war, all of our enemies have been screaming at us and at me in particular, accusing me of lying to my people, accusing me of lying to the game, accusing me of all sorts of things. And I'm going to take this opportunity now that we have evidence that what I have been saying since July of 2020 consistently I have been saying the same thing. And now that there is proof of that, we are going to force you, our enemies, to acknowledge it. You get to eat this. You get to have this rammed down your throat because some of you have been lied to and are reachable. And this is, this is important. There is a percentage of people within PASPI who are the true believers. 
They are the QAnon types who have drunk all of the Kool-Aid. These are the Mortis Angels style posters, the Praxis truthers, the guy that the guys that leap upon every conspiracy imaginable to explain how goons and the Imperium are the biggest bad guys and are the heart of every problem. Nothing those people say or think matters to me. What I'm what we're doing here is going through the evidence and the facts because there are a bunch of people who are wondering who are in the legacy, who are wondering if what is happening there is normal and if this is just the kind of thing that happens in every alliance and coalition, because that is what they are saying. The, the leadership of PASPI are telling their guys, this is normal, there is nothing to see here, this is just how things are, this is how alliances are led, you don't have to worry. That is not how the Imperium works. That is one of the reasons why the Imperium is still here, is still fighting, and is going to win this war, because we are not like that. And this is an opportunity to lay out evidence for the people that are in Brave, who are in Fed Up, who are in these organizations, who are getting told that they need to uproot everything that they have and dive into Delve because the Imperium is magically going to go away and that magically you are somehow going to get ISK and all of this just bullshit that has been exposed as bullshit. So Brisk is a nicer guy than me. I am in Mr. Rogers mode today. We're doing just the facts. This is him being nice, by the way. But, but if you are one of these people that is upset that we have the evidence that you have been lying to your members, uh, I enjoy the fact that you are upset about us presenting the evidence. And please stick around because we have a lot more to show you. We're not just going to be focusing on Brave. I think we're going to be heading now to our top story, which is uh, there is a lot more blood in the water on the legacy side, and we are going to ram it in everybody's face so everybody can see how the chessboard is laid out. Where are we going, Brisk? Top story. I know it's hard to believe that after 40 minutes of talking about Brave Leaks that that's not our top story, but it's, it's not. not. It's not. Our top story is we did a deep dive looking at Legacy as a coalition, looking at each of the membership alliances of it, where it was at the beginning of the war, how things started as of the beginning of this year, and where things are now. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell you right now, Legacy was built as a big coalition, one of the three of the biggest in the game. It had more members in it than the Imperium did, way more than FanFam. They had just come off of a successful eight-month campaign against Winter Coalition that ended in complete victory for them. Fraternity gave up and left uh, the borders immediately. They started out this war really on top. You had Test and Brave, which both had more than 10,000 members in them, and a whole slew of other alliances that had joined up and were part of the overall Legacy Coalition. Let's take a look. Since then, especially since M2, the story of Legacy has been one of, whether it was benign or malign neglect, it's been neglect from test, and they have been subject to harassment campaigns, backfield fighting, attacks from SIGs and squads, attacks from Initiative, Bastion, other groups. You've had Dreadbomb and other groups formed to specifically go after their space. And the result has been that Legacy is as close to being a failing coalition as anything you're going to see in New Eden right now, way more than anybody else in this war. I am very fond of Shelley's poem, Ozymandias, because I think it's a, a great story of hubris, where two guys walk in the desert and they see the remains of this, of this statue, and words next to it saying, 
I am Ozymandias, king of kings. Look upon my works, ye mighty, and despair, and nothing beside remains. And that really is the story of legacy since the start of this war. So let's take a look at this together. The state of the legacy coalition. At the start of the war, legacy was Army of Mangoes, Brave, Evictus, Fed Up, Requiem Eternal, Rosada Regnum, Severance, Siberian Squads, Test, Vindictive, Warped Intentions, and The Watchmen. All right. I'm just going to go through and look at each of these uh, to see where they are right now. Of all of the alliances in legacy that are not Test, Mangoes is probably in the best shape. They still have most of their members. They've managed to actually take over a couple of corporations. They have over 5,000 members. Yet despite the fact they are the largest group outside of Test and Brave, they're the third largest legacy member, but they have the lowest PVP participation rate in the Alliance. 6% of their pilots are active in PVP over the last week. In the first M2 fight, 1% of their members participated. 1%, 52 out of almost 5,200. Test had 5% of their members in M2. NCDOT had 12%, just to put it in perspective. So Mangoes, they, and they, they've not been, not been very active in the war. They, they have been touted by Villy and others as being the backfield kind of guys. So that's, that's Mangoes. Now we're going we're gonna to move on to Brave. Brave. We've seen major leadership leaks. They have no income coming in. They've said flat out in their leaks that their primary source of income is, if you can believe this, market taxes in their staging system. That is their number one source of income. They admitted that they're abandoning an impasse in Shattered Armor's group, uh, his, his military update. They're leaving impasse. They're probably going to end up leaving stuff in catch. They're trying to move to Quirius. That's the goal. They have lost more than 30 systems since January the 1st, including systems in catch. Simple farmers and others have taken systems that they control. There are IHUBs that were in that were in Brave's name that no longer are. And as we noted, their catch jump gate network has been completely destroyed as of earlier this week. That's Brave. The second pick. Next up, Evictus. Evictus has lost a significant number of systems, more than 30 since January 4th or January 1st. They have been one of the few that gained corp. They gained 250 plus members from other legacy groups that had fail skated, including two corps, one that was inside legacy, one that was outside. And they've managed to be doing, basically holding themselves. So Evictus is one of the bright spots in legacy right now. They haven't really had the same problems that a lot of these other groups had. <laughs> what a mess. Fed up. Fed up has been stomped pretty hard. We have seen that there is significant disgruntlement in their line members. They had the second largest leaks this week, two separate leaks from a line member talking about the, the, the complete and utter failure of the leadership to convince the line members that what they're doing is a good thing. These, these guys have been the on-to-delve crowd. They have been all about on-to-delve while their space has been burning around them. They look like they're in trouble. They've lost multiple corps that not only didn't just leave Legacy, they seem to be out of the war completely. They have not joined another alliance. They're just out. They've lost over 300 pilots since January, nearly 300 pilots since January 1st. They're being pushed out of their home system. And Dreadbomb has been taking the fight to these guys every day. They're in pretty bad shape. So fed up is hurting. Next up, we have Eternal Requiem. Now, they used to be Requiem Eternal, but 
that alliance was disbanded. <laughs> but somebody by a did something to leadership them. Member. Yeah, and, they and don't also, even exist anymore. Disgruntled leader, like I think these guys did reform as uh, Eternal Requiem, uh, but that's again it goes to show you that there is this culture of infighting and dishonesty within the leadership of the Legacy Alliances in particular, many of whom are essentially just pickup guilds. Because how did Requiem Eternal get disbanded? It reminds you a lot of what you see on the Norman chat logs, where you have the guy who's doing all the logistics gets ignored and shat on and just whatever, and then eventually they flip, and that's that. So what we're pointing out here is, is that these are you not unique dramas. These are not unique incidents. They are part of a broader pattern of a fundamental culture of dishonesty in legacy that comes from the very top, which is the example that is set by Vili and Pro God Legend, uh, and that, that trickles all the way down. Absolutely. So, all right. So to be fair, you guys want to say fair. The new one is in the bottom there. They have picked up some members. They have 2,000 members or so. But that's after having their alliance disbanded and having $400 billion in assets stolen by someone. So if that's, if, the, if that's the bar that you all want to hold as being a good, solid alliance and legacy, okay. Next up, we have Rosada Regnum. As those of us in Karma Fleet say, these are, these are the Frylock guys. <laughs> they have lost a significant amount of their space. They're losing system in MNCA. It's a handful of systems, but they don't control the space that they do own. People go through it with impunity. They appear to be fail skating. They've lost multiple corps to test and to evict this. And I think it's only a matter of time before these guys are completely gone. Okay. Next up, Severance. Severance has been fighting. They're one of the most active legacy groups, but even they have lost close to 200 members since January the 1st. All of the SOB that they hold, you see the 15 systems that they hold, all of that SOB is in Quirious. It is active, Warzone, Quirious. That stuff, more likely than not, is going to get taken from them in the next couple of weeks because whether it's Siberian squads or whether it's uh, Theta Squad or any of the other groups that are down there messing with these guys, they're going to be in trouble because they're going to have a large number of people that are fighting coming after them. Next up, we have Siberian squads. Oh! <laughs> they left. Oh, they ain't my. legacy no more. Yeah, they left legacy yeah. in January, and then a month later in February, they decided to join the Imperium. There you go. One of your biggest, most active groups in legacy is gone. Not just and, out of the war to the other side. And you know, one of the things I want to I want to point out something here. Uh, I've seen a lot of people on, because again, like I say, culture of dishonesty that comes from the very top in legacy coalition. Uh, my, I, I will we, say, excuse me, sorry, I apologize for saying Theta, I meant to say Delta Squad, go ahead. Yes. Uh, when Siberian squads left Legacy Coalition, they gave two weeks of notice before joining the Imperium. They left Legacy, two weeks passed, they joined the Imperium. When Legacy and Vili and Progod and all these motherfuckers backstabbed us after telling everybody, telling us, and we we're all going to go to war on PanFam. Uh, it was going to be Imperial Legacy versus PanFam, and then Vili pulled a Vili. Uh, they gave us two weeks of notice about the NIP ending. So all of these piss-pee motherfuckers and their leadership who are constantly attacking Siberian squads for turning on them and backstabbing and all of these various things, uh, well, if that's the case, what the fuck did you guys do to us? 
Uh, one of, uh, do we have, uh, have we gone through warped intentions yet? We're getting there. I still got right. some more, so let's keep going. So it, there is a lot of evidence guys. Again, this is do. a long show because they are eating shit and have been eating shit. These there's evidence. These are receipts. We're going through it. So we have vindictive. They've got 927 members. They're maintaining their sob and their corpse. They've got low activity. I, I don't know if anybody knows who they are or where they are, uh, but they are here. They are still there. They're kind of one of these smaller groups that that gets overlooked, but vindictive is vindictive. Warped intentions. They are in serious trouble. They appear to be fail skating. They've lost multiple corps that have been poached by Brave, by Requiem, by Fraternity, and Slice, and I spelled Slice wrong. They're down nearly 400 pilots since the 1st of January. They're currently being pushed out of their home. They've lost half their SAV, and they're probably going to lose the rest of it. Pretty significant. So... That's uh, that's warped intention. I wanna I wanna get in here now. Go on uh, in there we, we have done warped. We have done Rosada, and we have done fed up. And this is something I want to bring back around. And so, hundred percent real talk. I want to bring it back around to the brave leaks, right? When I started talking on firesides several weeks ago, when it became apparent that MNC was falling. And I knew through my various agents that test was not going to support MNC, that these guys were asking for help and legacy does not protect their members. Legacy's leaders are not interested in doing any of the things that they promised uh, to bail out or help their members or really do any of the just basic coalition management shit. Why is this important? When I started talking about the significance of the MNC alliances going down in flames, because the culture of legacy alliance is such a bunch of crabs in a uh, legacy coalition is such a bunch of crabs in a fucking bucket. When I started talking about it and highlighting it, now you're what, making did me hungry. what did they say? What they said was it doesn't matter. Their allies don't matter because these guys are crabs or they are just nothing or whatever. The line that was repeated by the legacy leadership and by most of their posters loudly was don't bother about MNC delve is all that matters. Now, what actually matters? Well, it turns out that when I say that MNC being on fire and these alliances cascading matters. Maybe that's not true in the line of the piss pee people, but you see Dunk Dinkle and you see the other leadership of Brave behind closed doors in these Brave Leaks. And what are they saying? What do they say about what the legacy leadership thinks about the fall of MNC? In those leaks, what you see is that it is an extremely significant concern to the leadership of Brave. Brave is watching MNC eat shit. Brave is, they specifically cite, they specifically cite in the chat logs that were leaked that Rosada Regnum, that Warped, that Fed Up, that all of these things burning down around them without any support or help from Legacy's leadership is a very active concern and is one of the main contributing factors to the reason why Dunk Dingle is saying that everything is fucked. So the reason why this is such a big deal and why I'm ramming it down everybody's fucking throats that was whining about how I was pointing out, hey guys, this matters. Hey guys, this matters. Hey guys, this matters. Well, if you're not going to believe it from me that Legacy see smaller coalition members are imploding. If you're not going to believe it for me, take it from fucking Dunk Dinkle. The MNC shit matters because you can read themselves saying we're fucked. Everything's on fire. We know that Vili and Progod won't support us. So we have to go in this death march into Aquarius. So yeah, 
yeah, you don't have to listen to me anymore when I tell you that this MNC stuff matters. Don't take it from me. Take it from Dunk Dinkle. Take it from Brave's leadership. These impacts in legacy matter to the point that they are shitting themselves and are afraid as their wallets run dry and they have no good solutions besides more cowardice. Uh, so uh, I, I want to wrap around that because I already saw in chat some of these motherfuckers going, oh, well, you know, whatever, this legacy alliance doesn't matter, that legacy doesn't matter. <laughs> well, to your leaders, it matters, and they're shitting themselves in fear because they know they're next. Well, and not only that, it's, it's they're next, but it's also the fact this is this is the legacy coalition. It's a, it's a coalition that's been around for more than two years. Test built it. It's their baby, and they're watching it crumble because they are so desperate to win this war that they don't care what the cost is. And if the cost is legacy, well, you guys were worth the sacrifice is likely what Vili's At least right we now. tried. Like Vili says, at least we tried. And Dunk says, shit's, shit's fucked. fucked. So shit's fucked. Basically, if you wanted to summarize thus far, legacy's war strategy is simply, shit's fucked, at least we tried. And that's that's all they've got. And they're going to at least we try. And until any of these people find a spine or a backbone, they are just going to continue slowly throwing good money after bad. Uh, yep. If Brave was able to defend any of these hubs they were putting down, it would be one thing. But it turns out that IHUB defense is hard. And that goes on all sides and all coalitions in this war. So absolutely. What a so back to back to we're gonna yep. we're gonna round out our Let's last couple of, uh, of uh there's of more legacy. there's more there's facts. More, Let's do more. it. There's, we got more. The other thing I wanted to note here, and I'll pull this back up on the screen. So Warped Intent, you see the corpse that have left Warped Intentions and they've lost 400 pilots. One of the corps that left was one of their oldest, most established, historically tied to the organization corporations that included a number of significant leadership figures. And they left. And to the point that the leadership is not, of Warped is not even talking to this corp CEO anymore. They're that angry that this guy left and his group left. So. There's some serious problems happening in, in Warped Intentions, and potentially, at least what I'm seeing on the screen, tells me that we're, we're in, the, in the nascent stages of a fail skate. Next up, we have the Watchmen, who don't exist anymore. Massive failure cascade. They lost hundreds of members and corps to every other legacy alliance. They went to Test, they went to Brave, they went to Evictus, they went to Warped Intentions. Man, I, I feel, imagine you are a former Watchmen corporation that went to Warped Intentions you're watching what just happened to your old alliance happen again. That's got to be painful. And on top of it, again, uh, just like what I was saying about the MNC thing, the, the Watchmen thing happened a bit ago. And just as when I pointed out that these guys were disbanding, that they were essentially, they, they gave up and said that they didn't want to even bother being the Watchmen anymore. Uh, when I said that this was significant, when I said on Firesides and on the Meta Show that this was a thing, what did the enemy say? What the enemy said was, no, it doesn't matter. Oh, they're just folding into other people. Oh, whatever. And then my argument, understandably, again, I'm as far as Pass B is concerned, I'm the bad guy. We're the bad guys, blah, 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 blah. But now you see that the loss of the Watchmen actually did matter because in the Brave Leaks, they talk about how on the list of alliances that they are watching no longer be you know, no longer being their allies, no longer being there to help support Brave. They mentioned Warp, they mentioned Fed Up, they mentioned RR, and they mentioned the Watchmen. So again, 
you can make the argument if you're one of the pispy people about how the watchmen folding into other organizations is just fine when I talk about it. But when you see the brave leadership people, they are upset about the fact that the watchman isn't there anymore. They are upset about the fact that these other alliances are burning from the enemy's perspective, from legacy's perspective. These are extraordinarily significant events. It's just that they have chosen explicitly, which has now been published. They have chosen and there is proof of their choice to lie to all of their line members about these incontrovertible facts that have been revealed. All right. So let's wrap this up finally and get, get going here. Legacy of today. Of all the alliances, you've got Mangoes heading down, Brave heading down, Evictus heading down, Fed Up heading down, Eternal Requiem already disbanded once, Rosetta Regnum, Frylock, as I got to call, I don't care how you pronounce it, they're Frylock to me. They're going down. Severance going down. Sim squad's out. Test is up. They're fine. They're happy. I mean, granted, they are evacuating Esoteria as we speak. They have an entire uh, chain of, of Titans that are bridging forward. Raiders from Esoteria into Delve. They're pulling up structures. Villa's own corporation is pulling up structures. They are unanchoring Faction Fortizars in Esoteria. They have bought and, and totally sold this idea that they are moving into Delve. And the claims that Progod and others made that they were going to move into Delve and take that space as well as hold all of their other space, that turned out not to be true yet again. Vindictive going down, Warped Intentions going down, Watchmen dead. Look on my work, she mighty, and despair. Nothing beside remain. That is legacy right now. They are in a lot of trouble. So that was that. Was that. I think, frankly, that's a lot of stuff to cover. And we're not even, we still have some other things to do yet. Yeah, we're not I done. Mean, we I mean, update, this, is, right? this has been a genuinely wild week in EVE Online. And I do think that uh, there's some other news we're going to get to, but I think that we need we do need a war update. Is there somebody who could possibly help us out with this, Brisk? Do you, do you know? I think if I if I open the window and yell really loud, I can get Frank to come over. But let's see if I can find him. All we'll right, be right let's back. do it. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Fountain Frank. I am here. I have been gone for two weeks on an amazing, long-term, massive campaign to find Quirious George, who went missing two weeks ago, but I found him, and I know what he's been doing. Why are you guys all laughing? What's so funny? Uh, what? Frank, have you... Um, um... Hey, what? Uh, you you look like a, a cat. Are you a, a cat? I'm not a cat. I'm a person. I'm right here. Wait, what? What the hell is on this? There's a cat that. What the fuck is this? God damn it! What is Briss doing? All right, hold on a second. Let me get Briss. I'm gonna mute myself. Let me see if I can find Briss. Briss, you stupid fucker! I look like a cat. Get in here. I, all right. I don't. I don't know how to. I don't know how to fix this. Oh my god. Hurry up, Briss. I don't know how to fix this. Give me a second. Let me see if I can figure this out. Uh, uh, let's do the war update theme again real quick. Let me see if I can figure this out. I'll be right back. All right. All right. All right. Good luck. Good luck.
okay, I'm not a cat now, right? I'm not yeah. a cat. There, I, I'm not I, a cat. I, I, I think you're not. I think we're All right, good. there yes. you go. Okay. I'm not a cat. Not a cat not anymore. A cat. I am here. Guys, let me tell you. I got to tell you. This has been a long week. And you guys asked where I was last week. I wasn't on the show last week. And you guys asked the week before. I wasn't on the show last week that either. So where have you been for two weeks? Guys, I have to tell you, Aquarius George was missing. I couldn't find him anywhere. Now, normally when he's missing, I get nervous because that's when like trees fall on Asher's house and stuff. <laughs> so I kind of got to know where he is. So I decided I'm going to go on a long trip around New Eden. I'm going to find him. And guess where I found him? He was Aquarius. He was Aquarius. Amazingly enough, he was Aquarius. It's Aquarius George. He was Aquarius. I mean, why wouldn't he be there? They named the fucking region after the guy. Of course he's going to be there. Okay. <laughs> what was he doing? Well, ladies and gentlemen, many of you have been asking who's behind these brave leaks? How could they get all of this information? Where is it coming from? They're moving into Aquarius. I did the math, and guess what I found out? Let me introduce you to Brave's. New logistics director, now that Norman says he's not doing it. <laughs> there you go. Logistics, George. Oh, my God. Here is your fucking oh leaker. Fucking God. Hi, guys. <laughs> I'm the leaker. That's what he's saying. He's now a brave oh logistics director. It only took two weeks. That's how bad it is. If you t if you go into one of these big groups and say, I'll do your logistics for you, in two weeks you can go from being a monkey to the head guy and leak all your shit. So there you go. If you guys want to know who leaked the stuff, it wasn't Dunk, it wasn't Norman, it was George. And that's what you get for trusting a monkey. I've told you multiple times not to trust this guy. He's not trustworthy. But he always ends up being exactly where all the shit is happening. It's pretty crazy. So, for those of you who are wondering, that's where I was. I was going to find George. He's back now. I'm looking forward to getting even more leaks from him in the future as we get this information coming in every day. Because God knows, until Brave is completely out of this war, we're going to get more stuff from him. So that's it. So that's it. That's me. I'm out. Mountain Frank is out. Back over to you, Matani. Talk a little All bit right. more, and then we're going to wrap things up. Yeah. So uh, while uh, while found Frank finds a brisk, uh, one of the things I want to point out here that I'd kind of forgotten about about just like the additional layer cake of uh, projection uh, from the legacy side. Like a lot of the things that they are continually accusing us of doing are things that they are responsible for themselves. Like the way that they lie and spin and do all this sort of stuff. They say that we do it, but they're the ones that are responsible for it. Uh, one of the things that was really interesting to me about the Shattered Armor uh, military update that they posted after uh, all these leaks came out is there's this lack of uh, sort of a memory or a sense of history about, I mean, it has been a long war. This has been going on since for us, once we found out about it, uh, preparations began in like June of 2020, uh, officially began July of 2020. They might want you to forget this, but Brave had actually heavily invested already months ago. They were saying that they were going to move into Aquarius. They put a whole bunch of iHubs down. They invested very heavily into this whole Aquarius thing months ago, and they weren't able to hold it, and they got swept out. So, like, 
even with the moves, like what's so fucked up about this, this situation is even the moves that they are making now are moves that they tried before that failed that are already in the process of failing because Brave had their jump bridges blown up and now they're already losing those iHubs and queries. And to be fair, iHubs trade back and forth. Like we've lost iHubs, they have lost iHubs, but the lack of historical understanding that even just a few months ago, Brave already tried this and got pushed out and now that was before Siberian squads lives in Aquarius. Siberian squads is in Aquarius shooting these motherfuckers. So it's just this extra layer of uh, just watching them lie to their members and hope that they forget that they already tried this and it didn't work. And the conditions for them pulling it off now are even worse than they were before because we've organized our regular forces. We have Siberian squads on our side that is there. Uh, and, you know, Severance is discovering that uh, logistics don't really handle getting shot by tornadoes very well. Uh, so, you know, it, it's just like, fuck, like you can't make this shit up. I'm looking forward to up. hearing that Quirius is a floodplain and uh, catches a floodplain, and all of these other things don't matter. Delve oh, is yeah. what matters. Oh, oh, yeah. That's the only thing that Flood matters planes. anymore is Delve from Pappy. We'll see. So. That is... Uh, oh, one of the things we do need to address is because it is a piece of NullSec news, and people are bitching about it in chat as if we're trying to hide it or something, and we're not uh, at all. So I'm going to hit this real quick. Uh, so there's some sort of uh, coup drama that has happened in Red Alliance. Uh, there is a fight over who has the Executor Corp. Uh, Red Alliance is an ally of the Imperium. Uh, they are not official members of the Imperium, but they have been in the Quarius region. And I don't know all the details. I don't need to know because, again, my rule in all things involving Russians is do not piss off the Russians. Uh, so there is internal drama within Red Alliance, and it looks like there is a fight for control of that alliance uh, that is happening. Um, Okay, right. Like we'll that, see what happens. Much, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much all we can say about it, right? From, from is, a historical perspective, I mean, look, it, we cannot understate how how important Red Alliance has been to Goonswarm and to the Imperium over the years. They've been a very good friend of ours. They helped us in multiple wars in the past. We've helped them. So hopefully, whatever is happening uh, internally gets resolved quickly, and the result, uh, whatever the result yeah, is, like we're not, we're not trying to, to hide that or spin that or. Right. There's or no whatever. spin. We, we want our friends in Red Alliance is, to take care is, of their business and get back to fight. No spin zone at all today because we don't need to. We don't need to spin. The, we have the receipts as to all of these things that are happening that are in our favor. So you know, hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, in exactly fact, not only right. we're not spinning, I'm just going to burp into the fucking microphone. Um, <laughs> that sounds like yeah. that, that. That definitely sounds like the end of the show. So. I believe so. All right, yeah, everybody. I mean, we, we didn't go over too long, but uh, you know, the 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 facts get lost. The facts get lost and the facts get lost because uh it's not just that it's a space war and people like to lie about things the facts get lost because legacy's leadership at the very highest level which has now been proven by this whistleblower there's a whistleblower in fed up there's a whistleblower in brave has proven that their leaders are actively and repeatedly lying to their members about their situation and trying to cover up all of these things that we have gone through point by point by point, showing the stress that a legacy as a coalition is under, showing their culture of dishonesty from the very top, the fact, the proof that Dunk Dinkle said that they were going to lie to their members and spin about how Siberian squads is a great opportunity for PVP, uh, did execute on that lie. Uh, 
in a fireside. And now uh, this whole shit show is a shit show. And so we are not going to allow our enemies to try to lie to their members anymore and cover this shit up. You are going to have to face these facts because we will not let you forget because the more that you lie to your line members, the more obvious it will become, the more leaks will come. My door is always open for defectors. As you guys have always seen, Goonswarm and the Imperium, we treat defectors right. If you decide that you are fed up being treated like Norman has been treated, you are invited to reach out to us. And also, it's not just people who are you know, logistics directors that could disband things. We are always interested in defectors. But also, if you are in M2 still, if you are one of the 131 Titan pilots that Paspi has abandoned in M2, we will buy your Titan from you at a good rate. Please contact a Diplo. You can see from Goonswarm's information on the uh, on show info and game, it's a list of our diplomats. Please get in touch with our people. If you will not be rescued by your leaders because your leaders lie to you and are letting you hang, get hung out to dry, we can at least get you some value for the price of your Titan. And we're not gonna pay you full price for it, but one of the things about the Imperium that we are famous for, that our enemies even acknowledge, is, is that when we do official deals, those deals are our word, they are our bond, uh, we're the devil you know. Uh, so we will look out for you even if your leadership is busy gonna lie to you and tell you that everybody can have every region, a pony in every bedroom. Well, I don't even know what the fuck they're telling people, but essentially everybody can have everything that they want, it's all gonna work out just fine. Nothing will change, nothing will change, nothing has changed, nothing has changed. Uh, we're abandoning impasse, nothing has changed right uh so yeah there you go uh thank you very much that's it where i will probably be going back to a red shirt uh meta show next time uh i hope you enjoyed we'll the, the, the the zero spin zone here uh it, it is a lot of evidence a lot of evidence that these people do not want you to focus on a lot of evidence that they do not want you showing their line members i invite everybody in the imperium to repeatedly force them to see all right, that's all I got. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This has been the Meta Show for February 13th, 2021. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Make sure you do something nice for your lady. If you don't have a lady, do something nice for yourself and pretend it was for her. I hope you guys all enjoyed the show. We try to make this, like Ben said, less of a spin oh, zone show, more of a- Quick shout out, quick shout out, quick shout out. Sorry, ahead. I you forgot. Shout out. Uh, while we were doing this, oh, I mean, yeah. again, citadels are getting blown up on all sides here, so I can't really go like a goon swarm isn't losing citadels because we are, as usual, through this entire process, you know, it's a thing. MNC continues to burn. Shoutouts to these fucking Deepwater Hooligans guys. Like, where did they come from? Deepwater Hooligans just like popped up and just like torched an entire region. Like, we have a lot of yep. people in the legacy backfield. There's Initiative, there's Bastion, there's a whole bunch of SIGs and squads, there's our Stainrust allies. There's there's a lot of folks involved in making this legacy cascade begin to happen. But the Deepwater Hooligans guys, wow. I'm They're doing great. And I like their I like yeah. their ship uh logo too. That's yeah. that's kind of cool. So good, right. works, good, water hooligans. good work to the guys that apparently just killed a jump freighter and brave staging. Uh, like I said, this is this is bad time for the legacy guys. They are they are seeing what happens when Billy puts all of his eggs in one basket. Yeah, thank you for, again for watching the Meta Show. Stick around. I'm going to raid CCP because they only have 550 people and we have 1,500. So we're going to help them get their numbers up. Uh, thanks again for watching. You stay classy. Sweet.